Hello and welcome to the Magnetic Woman podcast with me, your host, Pandora Paloma, a visibility and business mastery coach, bringing a unique fusion of strategy meets spirituality to visionary entrepreneurs across the globe. With 20 plus years of communications experience and five years running my own online business, I help women in the online space and creative industries get seen and scale to their next level. This has looked like tripling their income in a year, getting fully booked in six months, sold out programs and executing five figure launches. Personally, I run my own multi six figure business. And in this podcast, I give you a behind the scenes of how I do this, my life and my method. If you're a visionary entrepreneur, mover and shaker, and you're ready to meet more of your magnetism, welcome to my world. Hello, 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 and welcome to this episode of the Magnetic Woman podcast. At the time of recording this, I am eight days away from my 38th birthday. I know, I know, I do not look old enough. Um, I thought it would be super fun to bring 38 lessons in business and life for my 38th birthday celebration and podcast. So I'm going to say that these are not in any particular order and some I might go into more than others and some are going to be short and sweet. But here goes with my 38 lessons in business for my 38th birthday. So the first one is stay the course. If I could sum up how I have got to where I've got to, and listen, I'm saying this at this present moment, knowing that there's also so much more that I get to grow into in the coming years. But I would say that it is that I have given myself the opportunities and the environments to stay the course you know, life is not easy. Business is certainly not easy. And, you know, the one thing that I know, and I speak to this a lot, you know, in terms of that consistency piece, but stay the course, you know, whatever it is that you want to grow into, new realities that you want to be experiencing will happen when you stay the course. Number two, simplify everything. I'm now in my seventh, eighth year of business and my business strategy and business model is the simplest it's ever been. And the simplification of everything is something I bring to my clients all of the time. Our monkey minds really like to make things complex. And listen, that's normal, we're human. But my second lesson would be, you know, where can you simplify something in your business today? The third is... Build your self-trust muscle. I believe that everything in business comes down to self-trust. You know, from the moment that we invest in our first coach or business mentor, we're really trusting in ourselves to be able to show up and be able to pay that person. When we're scaling in our business and we maybe hire our first VA or, you know, content manager, we are ultimately having to trust ourselves that we can hold, you know, that next level. When we are scaling to that next revenue bracket, again, we are trusting in ourselves that we're able to hold that. So number three, build 
your self-trust muscle. Okay, number four, stay regulated. Your nervous system regulation is your number one priority. And I am telling you this from a very long journey to understand truly what it is to be regulated. In the beginning of my business, I was not a regulated human. I really, I mean, corporate life, first one in, last one out, you know, burning the candle at both ends and really not understanding what it was to feel regulated. And it's now something that is my number one priority because it not only enables me to support my clients and help them to co-regulate with me, but also in that regulation, it's enabled me to be able to hold more, more wealth, more women in my world, more everything that comes under what it has meant for me to scale or required of me to scale. And everything, everything, everything comes back to that sense of if I'm regulated, then everything feels safer. So if you want to get to whatever that next level looks like for you, prioritize your nervous system regulation. Number five is getting comfortable with trade-offs. And I speak to this a lot because, you know, whilst I'm all over the narrative of ease and flow, there are trade-offs. And I think that the more honesty and transparency we can bring to the world in terms of what it actually takes and the compromises that we make as mothers, as women, you know, as business owners, there are trade-offs, you know, and the, the sooner and the easier you can get comfortable with those trade-offs, the easier it's going to be for you to feel safe in that expansion, whatever that looks like for you. And I say that because, you know, the fear of judgment, the fear of what people will think is always going to be there. And the clearer you can get on, this is what's required of me in order to meet that next level. It means that you're so, so solid that all of those fears of what people would think will dissolve because you're choosing it. And the energy of choosing is so strong. And so get comfortable with your trade-offs. Really be okay with the compromises that you're making in order to have your version of having it all. Number six is repetition builds the habit. Repetition builds the habit. If you want to create a new habit, you have got to repeat that. Now, whether that is mindset using mantras and affirmations, or it is a morning routine or an exercise routine, whatever that is, repetition builds the habit. So make sure that if you want to create change in your world, you are giving yourself the opportunity to continue repeating the thing again and again and again and again. And you know what I'm going to say, especially when it comes to business messaging, repetition builds the habit. You know, actually the best and most successful business owners that I know are those who say the same thing over and over and over and over again. So number seven, build in weeks into your schedule, into your calendar with no need to be on. The biggest game changer for me and my business was when I shifted my calendar to have client weeks and non-client weeks. This enabled me to always have space to be able to take holidays without interfering with my client's schedules. 
And also those whole weeks where I'm able to really go into the details and the things in my business that were going to move the needle, such as building courses, building sales pages, you know, having CEO days. So absolutely biggest game changer for me in the business has been kind of building in those weeks with no need to be on. Number eight, a little gentle reminder here that nothing is missing. Nothing is ever missing. It just hasn't formed yet. And I say this because when we are thinking that there's something missing, thinking that we are missing something, it's the energy of scarcity and not enoughness. Whereas it's forming is the energy of potentiality. So always tune in and notice where your energy is, what you focus on expands, and you are always, always co-creating. Number nine, get visible. You knew that was going to be in here, of course. Get visible, be visible. At every single stage of business, you being visible is you building thought leadership, building trust with your audience, and ultimately leads to the sale. It leads to people choosing you because they know, they like, they trust you. Get visible, whether that is getting visible in a room that you want to be in, a panel talk that you want to be on, a podcast that you want to be interviewed for. Get visible. Number 10, strategy first. I will say this again and again and again. You do not build houses on sand. Businesses must have solid, solid strategies in place in order for you to grow. And then that really delicious cherry on the cake is the energetics. For me, that business coaching mantra and my very unique method of spirituality meets strategy has absolutely hands down been such a beautiful way for me to continue scaling my business year on year because I have the really solid foundations in place in order for me to grow. Number 11, release the drama. Release the drama. Notice where you're holding drama. Notice where there is drama in your life. It's all a reflection of what is going in in your inner world. The more and more and more that I have released from any and every drama in my life, the more I've been able to stay regulated, the more inner peace I've created in my life, in my heart, in my being, release the drama, release the drama. Number 12, stop looking outside of yourself. All of the answers are within. And that's not to say that People cannot support you. I love that my coach guides me and gives me insight and inspiration and answers when I need them. But ultimately, the answers and the truth will always be guided by me. And I say this a lot with my clients, like I'm here to help you scale to your next level in business. But if there's something that I'm sharing, whether that's, you know, a marketing campaign idea or, you know, messaging around a sales page that doesn't feel true for them. I always, always, always want to and work to hold them in the authority that they can say, yeah, that doesn't feel true for me. What else? And that's ultimately, you know, the biggest lesson here. It's stop looking outside of yourself. And the way that we do that 
is even when we're looking at inspiration and we're looking at others for support, asking ourselves, like, does this feel true for me? So number 13 is create your own rich life. And what I mean by this is really understand and know, like, what does a rich life look like for you? What does true wealth look and feel like to you? You know, for so many of us, I think there's just that narrative that, you know, certainly in the online space where it's like, if I'm successful, it will look like this. Um, we all know the first class, first class flight selfies, like business class bitches. And you know what? I think about this all the time. Absolutely. I really do love, you know, some, some luxury in my life, but I also love holidays camping in Cornwall, you know, with my daughter. And I think I say this because your rich life is your rich life. And the more that you can create whatever, you know, your next level wealth is for you and you only, the more that you can live your values, you will feel more wealthy, right? You will absolutely feel more wealthy. If we're always attaining and working towards somebody else's version of success, it's never going to feel good when we get there because it's not true for us. So know your values, really tune into what a rich life looks and feels like for you and work towards it. Okay, so number 14 is take time away from family, take time away from the online space. And the way that I recommend this is a day, a quarter, a weekend, at least every six months and a week, a year. And the reason for that, and this is, you know, I'll share kind of my personal thoughts on this one is I'm a lot of things for a lot of people and, you know, a partner, a mother, a co-parent, a coach, a mentor, a friend, a daughter. And when I give myself that time and space to be me, for me, it anchors me into my 13th point, which was creating your bitch life. It anchors me into me. It anchors me into my intuition, my knowing, my truth. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I actually don't want to (laughs) share much more and you suddenly overthink it. Just go be on your own and learn to listen to yourself, trust yourself, tune into yourself. Just do it. Okay. Where are we? Number 15. Don't make yourself wrong. But if you're wrong, fess up. What I mean by this is it's so easy to make ourselves wrong in our business decisions, in our life decisions and all of the things. And you don't need to make yourself wrong in those situations, right? Know that you're always choosing something. And even if you get that wrong, you're human, we all make mistakes. And I say, you know, if you are wrong, fess up. I think there's just such a beautiful energetic spaciousness that we can give ourselves when we allow ourselves to be wrong, to apologize, to accept, to forgive. So don't make yourself wrong, but if you're wrong, fess up. Number 16, let the body lead, but get the mind on board. What I mean by this is we know that the body sends more signals to the mind than the mind does to the body. We know that the body leads. 
I personally find that when we can get the mind on board, it's so much easier for the body to work with the mind. So an example that I'll give you here is when I'm supporting my clients to map out that next level version of wealth, we will quite literally look at how that is possible. Like, how do we get to that next revenue bracket? And so what this does for my clients is it helps them see, it helps the mind get on board like, oh, okay, I see that this is possible. Then it's much easier for them to work on that layer of embodiment because the mind has seen how it can be possible. Okay. Number 17, short and sweet one, read money books, read money books. This is something I shared with my clients recently um, after a training on what I do with my finances kind of from, you know, yearly to daily. And one of those things is that I read money books, money mindset books. They all pretty much say the same thing in a different way but I read money books every six months. You will always, always find more of your expansion and of your up-leveling of your mindset um, every year, every year, you know, and with every way in which you scale, there's always, always more that you get to explore. And this leads me really nicely onto number 18, which is do your mindset work daily. It's really simple. Do mindset work daily. What am I thinking? Is it true? What else could be true? How do I want to feel today? What am I thinking today? Like do mindset work every single day, every single day. And you will find that growing and evolving is so much easier. Number 19, really simple, really boring, really basic, has massive, massive benefits. Move your body, eat well, sleep well. Like I find that it's often the simplest things that we can do that have the biggest impact. And I often laugh with my friends that I'm, I'm genuinely quite a boring person. You know, my life is very, very simple in its essence. And, you know, of course I love adventure. I love all of these things, but you know, I move my body every week. I eat well, I sleep well. And actually that has again been one of the components of allowing me to be so regulated and so grounded in order to, you know, grow my business. And I think sometimes we think that there's something missing and it's going to be this really sort of, you know, huge thing that we need to do. And actually the needle mover is, you know, just really basic stuff like you being really well-prepared mentally and physically for, you know, your day, your business, your clients. So move your body, eat well, sleep well. Number 20 is celebrate your win. So this is something we do in my masterminds every single Friday. We celebrate uh, our wins. Um, I often say to my clients, what wins are we marinating ourselves in this week? And also when you meet your milestones, like signify that moment by doing something that's really, really unique to you. And this will be in line with, you know, your rich life, right? So whenever I have a successful launch, I always put a little sum of money, like a bonus sum of money in a pot for travel because travel and adventure is one of my biggest values. Um, I've recently got into when I have these sort of smaller little wins, um, it might be like a a client pays in full or um, I have a cluster of new clients come into my world. I put a little bit of money aside to buy some jewelry 
knowing that that's something that makes me feel really happy and it's something that's just for me. So number 20 is celebrate your wins. Number 21 is take time for CEO days. This really is in line with that whole strategy concept of, you know, are you giving yourself the space and time to lay the foundations from which you can grow? And those CEO days, you know, reconnects you to your why, anchors you into that vision. It's so delicious to give yourself time for your CEO days and allow you, you know, allow you to be in the energy of, I am the CEO of my business and this is where we're going this year. This is where we're going next year. So number 21, take your time for CEO days. Number 22, this is going to be a short and sweet one. Take action, take action, take action today, take action tomorrow. It might be small, it might be huge, but just keep the momentum of taking action every single day. Okay, so number 23, be kind, but boundaried. I believe that we as business owners get to always have kindness on the forefront, right? As a business value, it's like we are kind, you know, we are compassionate, but this doesn't mean that we are not boundaried. And I think if you can find that sweet spot of being super, super gentle, super kind, you know, being in the absolute best possible service and the energy of service and the action of service for your clients and really super boundaried, you'll always, always find yourself able to grow your business. So be kind, but boundaried. Number 24, don't take yourself too seriously. You know, shit happens. We fail slash not fail because failure is not even a thing. You know, things are hard. Life is hard. Business can be hard. But just, I think if you can find a playfulness and a humor and not take yourself too seriously, just everything just gets to feel so much juicier and delicious. So short and sweet, don't take yourself too seriously. Number 25, which actually leads really beautifully um, from number 24 is find the lessons in everything. Something that my client, uh, my client, my coach often reflects back to me. She's like, one of the things I just love about you is even when you haven't met the goal or even when something's not working or I have, you know, something that feels really challenging, I always find the lesson in it. I'll always come to her first and be like, this has happened. And I know that this is the lesson, but can you support me through it? And I think that if you can sort of see the gift in everything, like find the lesson. Um, It just helps you to be able to handle the things that feel challenging. So number 26, create the right environment for you to work. Now, listen, this is definitely a personal one and this might not feel true for you. Home, again, up there in my kind of top three values. But I find that the environment in which we work has such an impact on how we feel and how we feel gets to lead and leads the results that we see. So Whatever that environment is, you know, make sure that you create the right environment for you to work and feel really expansive when you are in your CEO mode. Number 27, ask for help. I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast before, but I in the early stages of business, kind of, you know, I was definitely moving, I was definitely out there, I was definitely visible. 
Um, but it wasn't until I got my first coach that just everything up leveled in a really major way. And, you know, a big thing for me was asking for support and being okay with asking for support and help. And I've got to a point now where, you know, I have so much help at home. I have so much support in my business and it has just made everything feel so much easier. And, you know, I think there's also kind of that energetic exchange here. So, you know, we are always in, in shamanism, we call it INI, you know, reciprocity, give and receive. And for me, sort of knowing that, you know, I want to grow the amount of women that I support every year, you know, it was really vital for me to, in that energetic exchange, allow myself also to be supported. So number 27, ask for help. Number 28 is don't overthink content. And I think that this is something we certainly do in those early stages of business. But you know what? You get comfortable in the action. And I think even at every stage of business, like just don't overthink your content, like just share, just be visible, just share your voice, share what you're thinking, make it relevant, give loads of value. Do not overthink your content. Like, you know, you get comfortable being visible in the action of being visible. And of course, you know, there's a whole load of other layers that we might need to explore in allowing the safety of being visible. I definitely recommend my course, Magnetic Visibility for that. But, you know, don't overthink it. Just get comfortable sharing, you know, as often as you can in the online space, whether that's through your your social media content or your newsletter or your podcast. You know, just don't overthink it because you're constantly growing and evolving. How you think and how you feel is going to change. And I think, if we stay in like, oh, but, you know, is this right? Is this perfect? It's, it's just, it, it's not, you know, and it's never going to be. So the more comfortable we can get in being a thought leader, the better. Number 29 is release readiness. You're never going to be ready. It's a myth. Just like you get comfortable in the action when it comes to, you know, being visible, you become and nurture your ve- your readiness by doing it by being in it, by taking action. So release this idea that you will ever be ready to do something. It's like, oh, once I've got all of this other stuff lined up, then I'll be ready. It's not true. Readiness comes when we, you know, take that action and nurture the safety in that action that ultimately builds on our sensations of readiness. Number 30, see beauty in everything failure, success, the good, the bad, you know, just see beauty in everything. Like right now, wherever you are, unless you're driving, take a pause, look around you. What can you see that's just really beautiful? You might see a butterfly on the, on the window or some flowers in front of you or the shape of a mug. I'm sharing some things that I can see in front of me right now, but you know, see beauty in everything you will really learn to understand the frequency of abundance when you see beauty in everything. Number 31, it's okay to change your mind. I'm going to leave that one there. (laughs) It's okay to change your mind. Kind of simple. Number 32, and this leads really nicely from number 31, is the universe doesn't understand good or bad. Spirit, creator, source, universe, it understands frequency. Like choose love, choose love, choose love for yourself. We only ever have fear or love, right? 
what am I choosing in this moment? And am I choosing from a place of fear or am I choosing from a place of love? Because the universe doesn't understand good or bad. It understands frequency and you being in the frequency of love will always get you closer to where you want to be. You will always be able to co-create, manifest, build new realities when you are in the frequency of love and abundance. Number 33, forgive, accept, let go. And yeah, I'm going to leave that there. Forgive, accept, let go. You know, I always think, what am I holding? What am I holding here? In, in shamanism, we call it like hucha. There's either hucha or sami energy. Hucha is stagnancy. And it's often the things that we're holding, the limitations, the grief, the sadness, the fears that we hold. And so much of that can come in actually what we're not forgiving in ourselves, what we're not accepting, what we're not letting go of that doesn't serve us. And in doing that, we can activate more Sammy energy, which is our love, our light, and our our magnetism. Number 34, learn to compartmentalize. And I'll share what I mean here. I have had to hold my business whilst going through some really, really hard stuff. So miscarriages, sisters dying, a sister dying, you know, really big, big stuff, stuff that had me experiencing a whole load of grief. And in those moments, I really allowed myself outside of the business space to feel the feels. You know, I really went to where I needed to go to feel those feelings and to support myself to dissolve them by feeling them. And I compartmentalized at that time, knowing that I still wanted to show up for my business. I still had to show up for clients. And I think that that's just a really powerful practice for us all to lean into, which is, you know, we're always going to be holding hard things in in life and in business. And the more that we can allow ourselves to compartmentalize, the kind of easier it becomes to hold those things. And, you know, there is something here in the polarity, right? We're the more pleasure that we can hold actually comes when we're fully able to hold pain too. And I know that in compartmentalizing a lot of the things that I'm holding simultaneously in, you know, in any moment has been the thing that's really supported me to build the uh, capacity to expand in my business. I'm going to, I'm going to lead on from that one with number 35, which is we can only grow to the extent that we can be present with discomfort. And presence requires capacity. So growth in all forms, I have found, is that dance between the holding and the strengthening of our capacity um, to hold through, you know, like nervous system practices, rest and play. So remember that, you know, we can only grow to the extent that we can be present with everything, with the comfort and the discomfort. And that requires capacity. And so, you know, if you're at a stage in your business where you know that you want to grow into the next layer, that's going to require a certain upgrade of capacity. Know that you absolutely have everything that you need to build that capacity to hold more. So number 36, be in love with the process and the journey, not just the end result. 
I'm going to leave that one there. It's such a good one. And so true. It's like, if I'm not enjoying this, what's the point? So be in love with the process and the journey, not just the end result. And everything will feel so much more delicious. Number 37, another short and sweet one is nothing that is meant for you will pass by you. And listen, if something keeps tapping on your door, if the universe keeps nudging you on the shoulder, listen, listen and take action. You know, you're always being guided to that next best step. You're always being guided to your truth. It really is up to you to listen. And I always believe that nothing that's meant for me will pass by me. Number 38, I'm ending on a short, sharp, beautiful, simple lesson, which is you're magnetic. You are magnetic. I am magnetic. You are magnetic. We are all magnetic. And so I'm going to leave you with that one for today. That gentle reminder that you are a very beautiful and powerful being. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode. It's been super fun having to write out my 38 lessons. I'm sure there's so many more. And I also want to share with you that in the spirit of celebrating my 38th birthday, I have a very special offering for you guys. Over the last couple of years, I have compiled, recorded, created a whole series of self-leadership tools and resources to support women at every single stage of business to scale to their next level. I call it my self-leadership page on our website and for my birthday from the moment that you are listening to this podcast until the 4th of August 2023, I am offering 38% off everything on that resources page which consists of one-off masterclasses, money programs, three-day sales trainings, and also up to Magnetic Visibility, which is one of my signature courses that also has a live element of three group coaching calls. So head to the show notes, look for the self-leadership page link, and land there knowing that with the code birthday 38, you get 38% off everything that you purchase. If you are unsure of what resource could support you, please do drop yourself in my DMs on Instagram. You can find me at Pandora Paloma underscore and let me know what your objectives are in meeting your next level and I will guide you to what I think the best resource is for you. Thank you so much for listening today. I so appreciate you chiming in and joining me for the Magnetic Women podcast. Sending love from my corner of the world to yours. Have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your day.